0: Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. And welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. And my name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. And we're here to bring you another exciting podcast. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know how exciting it is, but I think it's it can be interesting, yes, to say the least. I, I think it is. We're going to yeah. uh, talk today about reasons people aren't giving to your church. Six reasons, six reasons to be exact. Maybe unless, plus unless or we minus have it. a few, huh? Yeah, we might add a couple more to it. So, or skip one. Yeah. So we're a, By the way, we're a tech company called JSL Solutions. We. Uh, bring use uh, technology for churches and ministries such as streaming video. Uh, just go to streamingchurch.tv. We, we also have uh, mobile apps with the domain of churchapplive.com, and we have uh, the mothership, mother, which would be myflock.com, which is our what is that? That's our. How church, would you describe that?
1: Church management and uh, and website management. Myflock.com, right. Yes. And we also have greeter.church. I, I heard of a, I don't know if I mentioned it or not, but somebody's moving in our territory. Uh oh. There's, a, yeah, another company started up that they're calling themselves Manage My Flock.
0: Well, let's so. give them some free publicity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the way it goes sometimes. But anyhow, we're going to talk today, and uh, Steve and I have been doing church stuff forever. Uh, and we're, we're no longer spring chickens. We are getting up there in years. We don't like to think we are, but we are. And we've been involved in churches now for a long time. And I've been involved more directly, maybe when it comes to being on staff at churches and pastoring and senior yeah,
1: pastoring, speaking every weekend, being exec- the senior pastor,
0: executive pastor, which is, I still kind of do that as a part-time gig, uh, which is fun, keeps my keeps my feet wet, so to speak. Uh, and Steve has been involved in leadership in boards, church boards and leadership teams and who yes. knows what else. So, so so we're talking about
1: six reasons why people aren't giving to your church. Yeah, we
0: have some, uh, we have a little bit of experience in this area. So, hey, listen yeah. to this, see what you think. Give us some ideas and thoughts on this. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe we need to add to this list. Um, and we will talk a little bit about technology in this, we promise. So, So... Uh, that 's always this issue is always kind of a, a frustration me being involved in pastoral work for many years. it can be frustrating uh, because there 's always a lot of needs there 's always a lot of things you want to do in your church as a leader and yet you know the budget doesn 't seem to add up doesn 't seem to to meet all yeah. the desires and expectations and,
1: and it 's really kind of surprising to me sometimes i 've been a part of the you know I mentioned I was part of the board and we used to have um we call them envelope stuffing parties where we were send out the quarterly giving statements to all the members oh and occasionally yeah. we glance down at the ones you're folding and it was just it was very surprising to me how little people gave
0: right so yeah it, I, I, well i think if, if a lot of people don't understand how much money it really does take to to have a church to run a church Uh, and I remember years ago, I think I've even mentioned this, uh, when I was actually on staff at your church years and years ago, uh, we had a 10,000 square foot facility we rented and, uh, the rent was very reasonable. It was about, I think at the time, $4,500 a month to rent this facility. And that was pretty reasonable. But I remember one of our people that was, you know, a regular attender, we were talking about it one day, and um, I think I said the rent was 4500 He said, oh, 450 bucks a month? I said, <laughs> no, 4500 bucks a month to rent this thing. And that was, I think, a fairly good deal. And uh, he was just flabbergasted on how much money we paid to rent this 10,000-square-foot facility. And and that did include utilities, yes. you know, air conditioners or and all sorts of stuff. And, yeah, you, know, you have staff. And, and right, all that yeah. stuff. And it's like, people don't understand, it does cost money to, right. to have a church.
1: So what's, what's the state of our giving? we got some stats here, right? We have
0: some stats, courtesy of Relevant Magazine. Uh, so uh, you actually kind of dug these up. And uh, one of these stats, which we think is not correct, but we can't... It seemed a argue, little generous, but, but... But we think it's just from our own experience. Uh, one of the stats, they say, is tithers make up only 10 to 25% of a normal congregation. So in other words, people that actually give 10% of their income yeah. make up only 10 to 15% of, of your normal congregation. We think that's kind of a high number. That may be kind of high. Yeah. It seems yeah. it seemed that high. I thought it was funny. As we we're looking this up. Um,
1: I was uh, typing into Google some, uh, some terms there. And it, one of the popular results, you know, that pop up is what person, um, what percentage of, of the tithes do people give or that's so it was it was
0: kind of funny like everybody should know that a tithe is a tenth of right it's kind of an old probably i guess it's an old english term but it's tithe is 10% is yes. what it goes by but but people when they say they tithe don't always give 10% right. i tithe they, means, and i give five bucks Yes.
1: <laughs> so yeah, they think tithe means, oh, that's the money I gave to the church. Whereas it's, right. yes. Yeah. So, okay. So, our first stat was the tithers, people that do give 10% or only make up 10 to 25% of your congregation. And then 5% of the U.S. tithes, 80% of Americans give
0: only 2% or less of their income. Yeah, and that would, to me, from my experience working with churches as long as I have, and I go way back, that's probably pretty accurate. Uh, two or three uh, percent right. of the people give, or two well, or three per- of the people that give, they they only give two or three percent of their actual income.
1: Right. Uh, so that yeah, you know, the stat was the basically for all Americans, it was two percent yeah, gives yeah. to
0: charitable causes, yeah. and among Christians, they give two and a half percent. Yeah. I'd say that's pretty fair, and then also in this statistic we're reading from Relevant Magazine, they said that according to them, while the when the when the Great Depression was going on, and we're talking about the nineteen late nineteen twenties and early nineteen thirties, that's the Great Depression. A lot of people think the Great Depression was two thousand eight. <laughs> that's the Great Recession, which was pretty bad. But the Great Depression back in the thirties, they gave th- over three percent. Yeah, the three point three percent was the average yeah. rate. So people that were really hurting back then actually gave more than people that are, you know, than today. So it's an interesting situation there.
1: So we're going to get into six reasons why people aren't giving
0: to your church. Yeah, there's six reasons why I think, uh, well, let's just jump into it. I I think the first thing is uh, people don't really see the need. So... Uh, and one of the things I always pushed was people need to see the vision and we're going to talk about that in a moment, but, but there is truth to that. People don't always see the need. And, and, uh, you know, one of the the things to think about is whenever there's a natural disaster, you know, it gets a lot of publicity and and people do step up. I mean, Americans are very generous if you go by the whole, the rest of the whole world, Mm -hmm. We're pretty generous people. I mean, we also are the richest nation on earth, so that doesn't hurt. But, you know, we're pretty generous and and when people see the needs, when these, you know, when a natural disaster happens, you know, people do step up to the plate. But I think a lot of times in churches they don't necessarily see the need. And uh and there's a healthy way to talk about the needs in your church. And granted, as we're talking about this today, there's been a lot of abuse. Uh I, you know, People getting up, pastors getting up, and, and, and really kind of, how can I say this without sounding really mean, but there's been, the only way I can describe it is it's just been a lot of abuse. Sometimes there there's certain people that get up and they just talk about money all the time. And so when other people hear about money in, in any other circumstance or any other context, a lot of times they they. They think back to you know either an, a bad experience they had right. or something they heard about. Uh, yeah, and I think there's a common misconception out there as well
1: that, oh, well, I don't have any extra money, so I can't give. Uh, mm-hmm. When I'm wealthy, then I'm going to give, right. and, and mm-hmm. we'll let the wealthy there give, and a yeah. and, uh, point that was driven home, and I, I really buy into it. I don't know if there's any stats on it or not. But it doesn't matter what position you're in. If you're generous when you when you have little, you're going to be generous when you have a lot. Right. If you're not going to all of a sudden become more generous because you make more money, yeah. and a lot of people, well, you know, well, don't recognize that we live in the we are the we are the one percenters, right? We're the um, top one percent of income earners, and if you look at us, if you make an average income in the U.S. of what thirty five forty thousand, you're right. You're According in the top to the world, yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at the world standard. So, yeah. I really believe that if you're generous with little, you will be generous with a lot. Much like you're trusted with little, you'll be trusted with a lot.
0: Yeah, and in my experience, again, being involved in pastoral ministry, is I have found that it's people that are, you know, just uh, the people that are very wealthy that that have been in my churches in the past, um, they're not necessarily the biggest givers. (laughs) No. it's As I
1: mentioned, I did have a little purview into – you know, since we were responsible for the books and looking at that sort of thing, and it was not those with economic means that were that were tithing. It was, you know, and I don't think we'll get into this as well. It was really it was a heart issue, right? Um, with some people, and they were they were carrying the bulk of the load, but they were not the yeah. the high income earners right. in the church.
0: Yeah, yeah, that happens. So as we talk about this, uh, one of the reasons people aren't giving is they don't really recognize the need. And so you have to tactfully, and uh, and I think you need to put this in thought if you're up speaking, uh, you know, there's a healthy way, there's a good way to talk about the needs in your church so that you don't make it the predominant message. But at the same time, you'll let people know, hey, we have needs here. Here's what's going on. And uh, one of the ways we can do that, and we could talk about this, it's kind of down the list here a little ways, but, you know, publishing financial reports on a regular basis shows and a lot of that's a trust issue in which we're going to get into in this if we get to this you know but i think you need to show people hey here's here's what we've got coming in here's what we've got coming out uh-huh. it kind of it kind of ties in with the trust issue which we'll address here in a few minutes but uh, people need to see the need right and exactly and there's got to be a good way to do that
1: so. so the so you talked about it earlier we they need to see the need and the next one is they don't the understand the vision
0: yeah they don't understand the vision and i i still think that's a very important thing to get out there. Uh you know, people need to know how their donations are being used to fulfill the purpose or the mission of your mm-hmm. ministry, of your church. So, most people, honestly most people I have found don't care really about budget meetings. They don't or, really or meeting the budget or yeah, it's paying not... the mortgage or Yeah. It, that's not usually what most people care that's about. Not going to motivate people. Usually it doesn't. Usually it doesn't. Uh, but but they but you know they want to understand what, you, what your vision is, and so I think and that's a weakness I think a lot of churches have is, is they don't really get out what we're trying to do. Here's what mm-hmm. we feel like God has called us to do for this community that we're in, and here's what we want to do, and here's where we want to be you know, as far as the church and who we want to be. And I think when people understand that vision, they get more, they'll buy into more of the church, not just the money wise, but they'll buy into the relationships. They'll, 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 they'll get involved more in helping. Uh, They will do a lot of things that I think will further your church. If they really understand what the vision is and really hear the vision. So that's just my take on it. Yeah. And, and I think it's, uh, I think it's important to do that. So, Anyhow, uh, all right, So we move on?
1: Yes, we're ready to right. move on. So we've got they don't see the need, they don't understand the vision yeah. was
0: number two, number three, is yeah. they don't know anybody. Yeah, and this one might surprise a lot of people listening to this podcast, but uh, when people are connected relationally to each other, really they're more apt to financially get involved and contribute mm-hmm. to the church. Yeah. Um, and so it, and this is the biggest challenge I, I've had in, in working with churches is really getting people connected. I usually don't have any, you know, when I've been in, involved in leadership in churches and I usually don't have too much of a problem getting people to the church. I understand a little bit about media. I understand we need to advertise. I understand there's certain things you can do to get people to come to your church. Mm-hmm. Usually that's not usually a big deal. The big deal for me anyhow, as a pastor in the past has been getting people to really connect with each other and, and with the church, that's the challenge. And I have found that those who do connect, you know, either through small groups or through different studies or somehow or another different activities, those who do connect and make friends, not only do they stay, but they're more apt to get involved in things. And they were, they're more apt to support the church financially.
1: Right. So you need to make the transition from, oh, that's the church I go to, to this is my church family.
0: Yeah. And and I I I have
1: people I can reach out to, there's people I trust. Right.
0: I have friends, you know, the yep. whole thing. It, it's, it's a friendship deal, and that's, that's, that's kind of the hard work. But it does affect your finances if you're leading a church. It affects your volunteers. It affects, you know, what you're trying to do in the church. And so I, I think those things are important. So uh, you need to work hard at, 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 at creating opportunities for people to connect. Mm-hmm. I use the word connect a lot. I've used it for years. Uh, somebody made fun of me one time for using the word connect they, because they got tired of hearing it. You know when I was leading, but I'm like, well, you can use a different word, but people have got to make friends. They're not going to stick around if they don't make friends. Yeah. So you've got to create avenues to do that. So there you go. Enough of that soapbox. All right. So number four on our list. Uh, Number four is they don't know how to give. Now that sounds kind of stupid, maybe, (laughs) but I put that in there because. I think we assume that everybody just like, oh, you'll, you know, here's how you give. Well, there's lots of different avenues today. This is 2016, at least when we're recording this is, it is. And so there's lots of ways to give. And again, we've talked about this on this podcast before. Um, You want to give people, you want to create opportunities for people to give in different mediums, so to speak. And giving online is a great way to create that avenue for people to give.
1: Right. You got to create an avenue that that the people are comfortable with and can repeat and have done before that yeah. sort of thing. So yeah, yeah. we whether uh, it's throwing cash in a bucket or writing a right. check or or donating online, it's
0: yeah. One of the things that we did, uh, you know, I, I, I have a little part time gig on the weekends as an executive pastor at this church. One of the first things we did was I I got us one of our apps and our company produces apps, churchapplive.com. So, you know, I, I got to set up to do an app. And when I started to do that, and when I promoted the app and promoted what the app could do, uh, and one of those avenues or one of those things, the app can do one of the features is people could give online using the app. And so, you know, we start, we start, we started to see donations go up with online giving and they were, many of them were using the app to do that. We also have a A link on our website, you know that you can donate online to, and so uh, you need to get that information out there. In fact, one of the things I do when I'm not speaking at my church, and again, this is just a part-time gig, but a lot of times I do announcements. And one of the things I talk about is, you know, giving when we do the offering. We we happen to do our offering at the end, and I say, you know what? There's three ways you can give. So I give them three ways. I actually have visuals that come up on the screen. One of them is, hey, we're gonna. There's going to be an offering. You can put your money in along with your connection card in the offering. Or you can go to our Aldea Spiritual Community mobile app, and you can download the app for free, and you can give online with the app, or you can, you know, post a prayer request and those different things. And the other one is you can just go directly to our website, and you can go and just click on the donate link. So that's telling people how to give. And when I do that, it's funny. I will see every once in a while, something will pop up online. It's somebody gave using the online hmm. feature. Wow. So, so you got to do that. You got to, you got to let people so know how let to give. people know how. All right. You know, so, all right. Moving number on. five, number five. So another reason why people do not give to your church or aren't giving to churches, they don't necessarily understand or maybe even believe what the scripture says. And they don't, really know what the Bible teaches about giving, about stewardship, uh, maybe about generosity. Uh, Some know it, but some maybe don't believe it. And so if you're a pastor listening or a leader of your church listening to this podcast, you know, part of our responsibility is to, you know, educate people on what, you know, we think the scripture says and, and, and why it's important to, you know, to get involved in the area of giving stewardship right and this is something to
1: be careful with and balance so that you as you mentioned earlier you don't want to teach every week on why they should give because you come across as though the church needs yeah the money and I think the the baseline message is that you need to give because it's it's a it's a form of worship it's a spiritual exercise right. that will benefit the giver um probably more than the, the givees or the people receiving the funds so well,
0: and the other thing in the scripture too is the Bible talks does talk a lot about stewardship, and so a lot of times we you know will emphasize the giving part, but there's also scripture that talks about managing your resources, All right. <laughs> and so a lot of times people will pastors will teach on the giving because hey, the Bible says you need to give, so you need to give, but we're not, we're not helping people manage their money. And there's lots of scripture that talks about how you can effectively handle, you know, what God's given you, what the resources right. that you have. Uh, there's That's, people out there to do that. You're, you're a big fan of big fan of uh, what Dave Ramsey, right? Yes. Okay. Before mm-hmm. Dave Ramsey, I used to like the guy from Crown Management. What was his name? Can't think of his Larry name. Larry Burkett. Larry Burkett. Yeah, he's dead now. You don't yeah. like Larry?
1: No, I, I read Larry's books okay. back in the yeah. 80s.
0: So, well, and that's what I read of, too. It's, yeah. So what I'm getting at is the, the, people don't, I think we have a responsibility if you're a pastor or a leader. It's not just collecting the money, but it's helping people, hey, here's how you can get out of debt. Right. Yeah. Here's how you can maybe eliminate some things. if you're helping people
1: manage their own money so that right. they can, you know, be more productive in their own lives, they're going to end up giving more as well.
0: Right. They'll be more generous and it'll help them as well as the church. So I don't know. That's just my take on it. So I don't think people understand some of those principles. Yes. So if you're involved in ministry, you know, part of your responsibility is to help people understand those things. Yeah. So number six on our list. Number six on six reasons why people aren't giving to your church. Number six is, wait for it they don't trust you. <laughs> that hurts, but, um, Oh, that's
1: very true though. It's if very you true. don't, if you don't buy into the vision and you don't trust, um, the church you're attending, the last thing to, to come is going to be, right. You know, giving people yeah. aren't going to want to give to somebody they don't trust or buy into their vision or just, right.
0: Well, and let's, let's clarify this a little bit. First of all, uh, I, for the most part, if people are newer to your church, new or haven't been there very long, trust needs to be built. It needs to be constructed. You know, you can't expect people just to show up and just trust you as a leader, or trust your leadership team, or trust your church. I mean, that's not that's not healthy. They, they do need to establish some relationship. They, you know, you know, you need to prove to them that you're trustworthy. I think you do, anyhow, and so. Uh, there's ways you can do that. Now, if you've got somebody that's a longtime member and they don't trust you, then either <laughs> you you're trouble. doing something wrong or they just don't trust anybody, <laughs> yeah. and which can be the case sometimes. But so, I alluded to this earlier. But you know, does your congregation, do your people know where their dollars are going? Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, I'm giving. So where's my money going? You know, is it going in somebody's pocket? Right. Is, is somebody getting rich? Uh, or, you know, is my money going to help people? Is it going to do this? Is, so I, I think that you've got to give people some some uh, some reports. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be formal reports. You can get people that are, you know, heading up certain ministries and they can get up and talk about how, you know, the gifts have helped with the kids ministry or helped with maybe the shut-ins or helped with people that are in need. Um, but I do think you should have some reports. I remember this. I'm kind of ashamed to say this, but I'll say it anyhow. I was really young and I was involved in this church many, many years ago. And I was actually, I think I was moving in leadership and, uh, I wasn't giving. I I mean, if I was giving, I wasn't giving really regularly. And, and I think the senior pastor asked me one day why I wasn't giving. And, and my response to him was, well, uh, I haven't seen a financial report. You know, I've been coming here for a year, never seen a financial report. I said, how do I know where my money's going? And the funny part about it was it really kind of stopped the guy in his tracks. He's like, oh, well, that's a good point. And so they did start to print out financial reports. Yeah. And
1: so I, there's there's other ways to show that you're trustworthy as well. I mean, the church has to right. be a good steward of the resources that are given, and, and that's going to show up just, you know, as people attend the, the church. Right. Will be, you know, the, it, the evidence will, will will be will show itself.
0: It will, but so I, you I don't still have to think necessarily
1: see a financial.
0: Report, I think but. there should be something. It doesn't have to be every month, but I'm just telling you from my experience. I think you should have quarterly reports, or at least have something where you give opportunity for people to to get an idea what the state of the church is, yeah. and how's it going. And, and I, you know, when I gave you that illustration, I'm not saying everybody and, should do that. I was really young and really a smart aleck, and and there's, and, there should, you know. Just be an
1: attitude of openness to about exactly. what's going on. There be. If somebody's interested in to see the books, then you should say, "Yep, you can see the books."
0: Well, I think so. if you're a member in good standing, I, I'm not sure I would open up my books to yeah, any, any Tom, Dick, and Harry that walked in the door. Right. But if you're a regular member, you know, I mean, that's a this is a touchy subject. But when I say they don't give because they don't trust you, I mean, there 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 needs to be some stuff out there, like you said, there needs to be an openness. Uh, because you know, especially in this day and age, I mean, there's there's fraud going on. There's there's abuse, as we said earlier. Right. And and I don't blame people for being skeptical. So you need to do as a leader. You need to be able to, you know, again create windows, so to speak, right. for and, people to look in and see. Uh, you know, hey, how's yeah. where's the money being spent? You know, is the church in debt? I mean, I was with the church not too long ago, and they were in really bad debt. Most people didn't know how Mm -hmm. bad they were, you know. Unfortunately, they were able to get out of it, but uh, it was, you know, it was because some people stepped up and helped. But so there's a lot of things that I think people need to have a good understanding. But anyhow, uh, we're pretty much out of time here. But uh, I think if we talk about these things and if we really look at these things, and if if you're involved in a church and you can you know, begin to implement some of these things. I think people will give more. I think they will be more, they won't be as hesitant and they will be more eager to help the church and support the church. I agree. So if you have a take on this, maybe you think we're out to lunch. Maybe we are. Uh, we would like to hear from you. Just send us an email support at streaming And, uh, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, there's other avenues or other platforms we're on. We're on, uh, iTunes, just look for Church Solutions Podcast. iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and your favorite podcast player. That's right. We're on newmediaministries.tv. It's a little little blog talks about our company. We're actually on the audio versions on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can just look for streamingchurch.tv yeah. for that. So if you're but listening to it, you've obviously found it, but found tell it. a friend. Tell a friend, exactly. And well, where they other, can find it. And you can subscribe to these things, too. So if well, you happen are, to stumble on us and you... You know, actually, have listened this whole time now without getting mad and, you know, throwing your phone or something. Uh, you can subscribe to it. Just subscribe on iTunes or uh, yes, we do the this RSS feed or whatever. Once a know. week, usually. Usually it's once a week. Steve and I do that. So, anyhow, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, if we can help you in any way, we have streaming video and we have mobile apps and we have church management stuff and we just have all sorts of good things that can help you and your church. So we will get out of here. Time is up. Thank you for spending a little bit of time with us today. We hope that you have a great day, and we will catch you next time on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care.